0: I just feel like I'm excited, and I feel relaxed, and I'm ready to party with the best of them.
1: And I'm going to go down to the river.
2: Welcome, everybody, to Back in My Day. I'm David Petrangelo, and this week I am once again joined by...
3: Michael R. Power.
2: And we are both joined remotely by a special guest. Who do we have?
3: Uh,
0: Wife Power.
2: Hello. How are you?
0: I'm not too bad. Not
2: too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Mike are in the uh, quote-unquote official studio, and uh, Mina was uh, nice enough to be able to join us from home, so thank you. Obviously very busy and everything, but uh, we're going to all three of us go through our top ten choices of the past decade so from 2010 to 2019 everyone's doing it so we're just going to be part of the cool kids group i guess is how it's going to work um so we're going to start with uh, mina you are the special guest this week wife power is the special guest um we can start with tv or movies what do you want to start with and let's start with uh, i guess maybe we can go two at a time just yeah, so it's not because we're doing long. 10 this time. Doing we 10.
3: Did, we did five for our year. And we can get into why
2: and everything, yeah. too. Um, so your your choice. We can start with TV or movies um, and pick our, let's say, 10 and 9. We'll start with that.
0: Okay, I'll go movies first. Sure. Um. So number 10, I have Arrival. Nice. Um, Canadian. He's the director, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, that movie was just... It was really good. It had to to make my list. Um, and then my number nine is the Hobbit.
3: Ooh, very, interesting. what a, what a yeah. twist,
2: twisty twist, <laughs> what a t- very twisty. <laughs> I like the, the Lord of the pick.
0: Rings movies are probably like
2: one right of my favorite
0: movies of all time. So I kind of had to throw one in there. Um, the Hobbits are definitely not as good as the Lord of the Rings movies, but, right.
3: So, I'd say still. critically, they didn't do that well. But wife, power, and I, we still love them. I think more right. than the average, more than the average critic or average person. Yeah, I did feel like those movies uh, got like the raw end a little bit, got a bad rap a little bit for some reason. I don't like so the
2: hot. They made what two or three? They made three, three. So I only <laughs> saw this one. This is the first one, right? Was the Hobbit the first of the new? Yeah. three? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the only one I saw so um I enjoyed it I, Lord of the Rings isn't my thing so it was never okay so yeah I'm not, then I'm not would gonna never slag it as if it's like mm-hmm. oh it's a terrible movie it's mm-hmm. not it's just they're just not my thing so yeah so you so, can
0: definitely give the other ones a try because um Benedict Cumberbatch comes into it as a dragon and it's actually right
2: yeah yeah that's right he's that character um Okay, and
3: uh, okay, Mike, what about your 10 and 9? I'm glad that uh, Wife Power put a rival on that movie because that's a movie we both love and Mm -hmm. it didn't make it on my list, Mm -hmm. but I think it is incredible. Okay, number 10 for me is Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Ah, We talked about that. Yeah, Yeah, nice. uh, Really, really. Again, I love Spider Man, obviously. Yeah. And number 9 for me is something that might surprise people, but that's Moneyball. Who do you want to talk about first? None of them. Jambi's on base percentage was 477. Damon's
2: on base, 324. And Almada's was 291. Add that up and you get. Do you want me to speak? We're not pointing you yet. Yeah. 1092. Divided by three, it's 364. That's what we're looking for. Three ball players, three ball players whose average OBP is. 364. Ooh, yeah I completely forgot that was the I last decade love Moneyball.
3: <laughs> that's a great that's a that's a great movie yes yeah. yeah. it's a great movie it's a great um, book it's a great movie it's a great concept if you like sports and you like a little bit of uh analytics statistics kind of thing yeah. and you just like good storytelling then it's yeah a good movie.
2: well yeah I think I think they handle the the complexity of mm-hmm. what that's about I mean I I don't know is it easy to follow if you're not a sports person I, parts of it pro i mean it's more about the economics I guess yeah I guess well it's, actually uh, no I mean, no really. it Sorry, the
3: analytics. On the economics. analytics. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe I brought a bit more to it because those are two things like two things I like, two things I are passionate about. Sure. And so maybe it means a bit more to me. I don't know. I can't see it through other people's eyes, but I right. like to think that it does a very good job of explaining, like explaining its ideas. Yeah, not it, not really dumbing it down, but definitely right.
2: making it more like digestible. I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. And the two, I guess. I guess Jonah Hill's one of the leads. Yeah, it's like uh, Brad Pitt and, him and Brad Pitt. Hill. Yeah, they're great. They're yeah, awesome in awesome. it. So, I can com- man, I almost completely forgot about that movie even though I do it really like it. Came out last
3: it. decade. Wow, yeah. that's
2: like a 2011 or 12 or something, I think. I yeah. Know. Um Okay, so we don't know any of our lists by the way again, just like we did mm-hmm. with our with our top 5. It'll fives. be fun to see how much team. overlap. Yeah, yeah, I think just a couple here and there. Okay, so my number 10, um, I had to put a movie like this on this list and this is the one that beat out others is Bridesmaids. That's my number 10. Oh, nice. Uh, and my number nine is Thor Ragnarok.
3: Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Korg. I'm
1: kind of like the leader in here. Over here, this pile of rocks waving at you. Here,
3: yeah, I'm actually a thing. I'm a being. This is my very good friend over here, Meek. He's an insect and has nice for hands. Uh, made of rocks, as you can see, but don't let that intimidate you. You don't need to be afraid unless you're made of scissors. <laughs> just a little rock paper as a joke for you. Oh,
2: nice. So, my favorite Marvel movie and still is. I just watched it a few weeks ago again and I just had a fantastic time. So, two two comedies basically, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, and Bridesmaids is the reason why that stands out over other sort of comedies that are in similar ways in the last 10 years. I just always come back to it and just, just there's always Day, almost day-to-day joke. Just like for me, my favorite comedy, I think of all time, is Wedding Crashers. This is a similar type of movie, but Wedding Crashers is like 12 years ago now. Um, this, there's there's almost a daily quote coming from this movie. And I've seen it so many times. I just love it. I think it's hilarious. All the actresses in it are just...
3: That's good. And comedies yeah. often get overlooked, so it's good that you put... Yeah, so put I had to comedy. put that on there.
2: Uh, you said, oh, nice, Mina. The
3: Bridesmaids fan, yeah, too. Yeah, that was
0: almost on my list oh. it, didn't, it didn't make it I ended up picking another comedy which you'll find out later but all right um, that was it was between that one and the comedy that I chose
2: okay so um, we'll wait for that tease it yeah
0: I'm actually surprised that Thor Ragnarok is so low for you I was expecting that to be a little bit
3: higher Uh Yeah, actually, that's a good point. a lot of movies in a decade, I guess. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and
2: it's still... I'm not low on the Marvel movies, but I'm not the highest either. And there's just other ones here, and we'll get into why, that are higher up for, like, more... I don't know, deeper reasons, I guess, or something. So Mm. um, Dave's going deep
0: on his (laughs) list.
2: Yeah, sort of. Um, All right, so that's uh, 10 and 9. 7 and 8 for Wife Power.
0: Okay, so number 8 is Logan. nice um i had to put this on the list because i think this movie in the decade was probably the movie that i cried the hardest in in the theaters
2: really i bawled like a
0: baby it was like the saddest i don't know if it's because we've watched like hugh jackman as wolverine and then this movie was so dark and gritty and like the perfect ending to his kind of reign as that character Mm -hmm. um but yeah i was like Fall like ugly crying in the theater
3: (laughs) i can attest yeah yeah. (laughs) i can attest because i was as well (laughs) Um, (laughs) a comic
0: book movie to like elicit such emotion from someone i I definitely had to include it on my list
1: yeah yeah. um
0: and then number seven is john wick um i know we've had a bunch of the movies since the original came out but Mm -hmm. um Mike introduced me to this movie, so I had, going into it, I had no idea what it was about. Um, and, spoiler, but uh, at the beginning when the dog dies, I kind of looked over at Mike and was like, what the hell did you make me watch? <laughs> That's true.
1: <laughs> well, when, when yeah. you watch it at then, home... When, when she, I showed
0: Say
2: the, the movie at home, I skipped over that part because I knew she wouldn't want to watch it, uh, and I just yeah. told her
3: I hadn't seen it yet, so I wasn't sure how like graphic it was gonna get. Oh, but yeah. so you,
2: oh okay. So when you watched it, uh, okay, it was I the first time for both of us. But I, I gotcha. kind
3: of heard what it was about. Oh, when I
2: saw it, I was like, I same thing. I was like, oh no <laughs> see this yeah. is
3: why what i showed my like part of the movie in my head I, I heard it was like oh it's a movie where a guy gets revenge for his dog and i was like yeah. oh she's gonna
2: love this because she yeah, loves yeah. dogs <laughs> and i didn't think like oh crap they show like they show the fourth and it's a puppy
3: too yeah, it's, yeah. but okay uh yeah.
0: but okay. the fact that the rest of the movie is just him getting like he comes out of retirement and just owns all these people for yeah. the fact that he kills his like they kill his dog is just amazing
2: it's it's uh it's well deserving
3: <laughs> so i'm glad in the end you did like it then for the for the reasons that i want to show it to you so i'm glad yeah. it's on your list
2: yeah actually this is one that spoiler is not on my list but was very close know, to making it too. very yeah. close yeah all right mike uh seven and eight okay. or eight and seven
3: uh yep it, it goes uh number eight inception uh ah. chris nolan uh, yeah great movie inception And then with number seven is, I can't believe this is not higher, but (laughs) Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, when it came out, was my movie of that year. That movie was just incredible. It was an experience in the cinema that has only been topped by probably the Avengers movies. The Avengers movies, yeah. But in the movie theater, that movie was just, um, like, incredible, like, what you're watching. So much. It's Um, so
2: cool to see. Yeah. It just... Everything is so the practical yeah.
3: effects uh, is one big car chase movie, but they managed to keep the story interesting. And every minute of that movie is like a visual feast. It's crazy.
2: Well, and similar to John Wick. I mean, John Wick has a little bit more story building, I think, but like there's so little dialogue mm-hmm. in Mad Max, mm-hmm. and it still works. I yeah. mean, there's 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 world building and story building at the beginning. I would say that first half hour is where you get most of it, but then all the little bits in between is all you need.
3: Yeah and it's just like you keep you edge of buy into it, it for yeah. like the entire length of it. It's yeah. crazy. And It's this world that's so unique and weird, but you like they explain it to you just through like not through dialogue but through like showing you and you kind of pick up on it and mm-hmm. it's it's very very well done.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. My number 8 and 7 might not be on any of your lists, I think. So my number 8, which is a random one that I, I feel people should be talking about more because I just find it to be amazing. Is Birdman? Hmm. I love this movie.
3: Oh, I don't know how I haven't seen that movie. Oh, but-
2: I, so I saw it way late. I saw it like when it came on Netflix, which right. is like a year and a half after it came out or something. And I just heard good things about it. I'm like, all right, this is interesting. There's good actors, and I just the uh, the way it's shot. It's sort of the, the sort of faked uh, one shot where they they makes it look like it's one whole shot, the whole thing, and and it's about Michael Keaton, basically being a wh- who I can't remember. I think they just call him the Birdman in it. He's basically Batman trying to revive his career as a 55, 60 year sixty-year-old kind so of he's thing like on a stage. Reti-
3: it's like a retired actor who played a superhero when he was played younger, a superhero called
2: Birdman instead yeah. of Batman. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's uh, it's Zach Galifianakis being his agent and trying to get him to like get into this role of being this guy on stage in this play that is completely different from everything he did in his big career and the way, the where the story goes, uh, you, I can't spoil because it just makes it even more interesting and it's a little bit, it's not like supernatural, but they make it it makes you question
3: whether it is or not. The fact that it's loosely tied to like superhero com- comic book yeah. movies, it makes me feel bad that's on my list of shame.
2: But... They do not shy away from the fact that, like, oh, this is the guy that played Batman. Right. <laughs> I love <laughs> that. That's
1: awesome. Interesting. And
2: it's, it's really, really funny too, but also very serious. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really... I, I, I think cool. it's still on Netflix, 100% worth a watch. Um, hard to look away, just the way that it's shot in itself. It, it feels like you're watching a play the whole time. Cool. Because they make it, because you're going through the hallways of like, it takes place in one place, one location. Whole thing takes place in one location. Wow. And that's all you need. And it's it's really cool. Hmm. Um, number seven is Get Out. Oh, uh, okay. Which is not, I still call it more of a thriller than horror, but I find this beat out one other one in a, in a similar type of genre that I'll mention after that just missed the list. Because I think because of what it says, because like what the message is for it and stuff. And Because I didn't see anywhere where it was going. Like, I did not expect the way that they handled it. I thought that the way they handled the race relations stuff is actually a little bit funny at the same time. I mean, it's coming from Jordan Peele, so I guess that's kind of it why. It was kind of funny, yeah.
1: Yeah, they, yeah, it was good.
2: Just, oh, if Obama was able to run again, I'd vote for him. <laughs> or, oh, I love Tiger Woods. Or, you know, all that stuff is so inappropriate, but so funny. And um, and then just the way that, that they wrap up what the movie's about, I think, is super crazy and really Really nice commentary
3: amazing commentary and i did not
2: yeah i did not expect anything really from the movie i just heard that it was good and i i loved it i think it was amazing so um technically my favorite horror movie from the last 10 years but it's less horror and more like thriller i guess so
0: yeah i kind of agree
2: yeah okay so um wife power six and five
0: Actually, these are two comedies. Mm. Uh, So number six, I have Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Hey, hey, hey! That's mine. You son of a—Hey! Take those headphones off right now! What a bunch of a holes!
0: I think I put this one on my list um, to represent, like, part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because mm-hmm. it was such a big part of the last decade. Um, but it was kind of the first one that brought that, like, humor, like, hardcore humor side of some of the movies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah definitely was, um, MCU, yeah.
0: for yeah. sure. Yeah, like... I think if we didn't have Guardians, we wouldn't have had Thor Ragnarok. Like,
2: No, definitely not. Yeah, you're point. probably right. Yeah, It was just like, um, what, three, four years before? So it's like yeah. three years maybe or so. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: they kind of tested the waters. Like, let's do a comedy-like version. And it was very successful. And then um, you got the other movies. Like, you got Thor Ragnarok with the comedy and the, the music, like the amazing soundtrack. And so I kind of – I gave Guardians – um, kind of a little love there because I think it started that whole side of it, and I love all those yeah. movies within and the with MCU. And with
3: characters that almost no one knew about, which, like it was yeah. sort of like a big risk, a little not a big risk, but a risk by Marvel to take. These, I had no like, idea who these characters unknown are. characters. But, I had no idea. But with doing that, then they can take the movie whatever direction they want to go. So it's it's kind of and, which lends to the whole yeah, comedy part of it really too. Smart. Yeah, and James Gunn is just awesome.
2: Yeah, director. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nice, awesome. Um, uh, and then next?
0: number five is my like pure comedy so mm-hmm. that was 21 jump street for me
1: oh yes. nice yes. i'm so glad you're giving <laughs> me love some that love movie. That movie is so yeah good. so
0: that movie just absolutely makes me belly laugh there's so many good one-liners in there yeah um and i feel like there is a period of time especially towards the end of the last decade and and the decade we're talking about now where they had those like stupid humor movies where it's like fart jokes and you get those like it's essentially like cheap laughs and you lose that clever humor that once was in comedies like back in the day and I feel like 21 Jump Street really kind of brought us back to like no if you want to do a comedy and have a comedy do well it's like you need the the strong like you need the clever humor
3: yeah like what I loved about 21 Jump Street is that it managed to skewer, like, the reboot culture, because it is a reboot of a TV show,
2: while also being a reboot. Yeah, and it comments on the fact that it's a reboot. It's amazing. It's super clever. It's
3: super clever, yeah.
2: Which actually, based on what we were talking about from our, from the past year, from 2019, Bridesmaids feels a little bit... Or, no, Bridesmaids. Booksmart feels a right. little bit like this as well, where it's, it's a little bit more of the raunchy stuff, but it does still... Mm-hmm. It is still pretty clever as well, even though it's sort of like a...
3: Super and this movie, thing, like, so, um, yeah. Wife Power, did you have a relationship with a show, with the Johnny Depp show?
0: No, no. I, we were, I think we were way too young for... Yeah,
2: me Aren't, either. And were this, we even born when it was that? I don't even know that we were. Maybe. <laughs> he's
3: not that old, is he? It, well, it was just, It was 80, though, he was wasn't in it? His teens. Okay, maybe we weren't. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so when we saw this, I had no expectation. I didn't really know. And then yeah. when I did see it, it was like, What?
2: Yeah, it was so funny. it's great. Yeah, it was, it was a surprise. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. I love that movie. That's a great. That's an awesome yeah. choice. All right, Mike. Uh, six and five, five All and right. six. Right. So yeah.
3: my five and six are two movies that actually Wife Power has, or what did she? Oh no, but they both both been mentioned. Yeah. Uh, the number six is Thor Ragnarok. Nice. That's so, high up there. Jeez. Yeah, high I up there. I didn't expect there. it to be I on your list at all. It's very, very high on my MCU nice. list. Nice. It's one of my favorite MCU movies. Man, it's, it's higher than mine. That's. Uh, I yeah. guess that's why you said you were surprised. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. I thought it would be higher on your list, but it's the funniest MCU movies. Mm-hmm. I, do want, I did want to give love some, to some comedies. I love comedy, so mashing the comic book and the humor together, amazing. Yep. Well done. Taika Waititi. It's my favorite movie of his. Uh, number five is Logan. So... There you go. Just how... You know, Thor Ragnarok is a uh, comedy, comic book movie. Logan is like, uh, a, per, like a prestige yeah. comic movie. So it's, yeah. it's not Marvel Studios, but it's a Marvel character. And it's the first time they did like a, you know, like Oscar movie type, you know, Oscar movie, comic book movie. Yeah. They took um, a completely different... S- yeah. It's not... Com- well, like a hardcore drama. Take. Like yeah. it, it could be a movie about a cowboy, <laughs> but it's just <laughs> yeah. about Wolverine. Yeah. Right. Right. And so it just—it's just a great story either way. It's just the main character has to have superpowers. Right, happens to have superpowers. So, right. in that sense, uh, and it was super emotional, and it was, and again, what wife power was saying, how it was the culmination of Hugh Jackman playing this character, and I love all—I love Hugh Jackman in all the movies. He's those so perfect movies. for it. Yeah. So it kind of does a little bit. It's like a kind of a little bit what the Avengers do, where it pays off. Uh, the years of watching this character yeah and so yeah. That, and, and in a different way a different which is way. crazy and that yeah. made it like super super meaningful so that yeah. made it so that it had to make my deck it wasn't just another yeah. movie it was a culmination of all of these years of loving this guy and his movies Yeah, um, and I hope that that's the end of him playing that character who knows now that Marvel owns Fox but
1: yeah
2: it couldn't yeah yeah because so it, it's a it's a, it's amazing a perfect send off yeah, for him yeah fun. and it's a respectful send off too and it is a storyline from the comics as well right
3: uh, it's sort of. It, it, I don't think exactly or aspects of it. It's aspects of the old okay. man Logan story, but it's not exactly the same. Okay,
2: but, but the way it, it ends is that I don't know if the way it ends is like no, that it's not exactly okay.
3: But the thing about like X twenty three is from the comic books and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But it's it, it has a lot of creative license. The thing about it is that it's an experience. Last decade. A movie experience that people our age, people that grew up with Hugh Jackman and the Fox movies, that like it's hard to mimic. Like people won't understand what it's like watching a movie in theaters when you grew up with this character. So it's unique to the 2010s. Yeah. People that just sit down and watch the X-Men movies now, then watch Logan, they won't have the same they won't have the same impact on them as it had to us. Yeah, like we've talked
2: about in in previous episodes, whenever the it was probably back in July or June when the first X-Men came out when we talked about that. Like we were at the perfect, Mm -hmm. perfect age that the first and X two came out, especially. And just you're right, yeah. So this movie 100%. is just so
3: much that much more meaningful. Timing, yeah.
2: The timing wise, was, comes with it, yeah, for yeah. sure. All right, my six and five. My number six is I had to. I was I was look. I was really wanting to put a movie like this on here, and to me, this is the best one. One of the best ones um, is Inside Out. Oh, Pixar! Yeah,
1: nice. I had to good. put a Pixar movie yeah, on yeah, that's here, a good point. and
2: I wanted to put Toy Story four, but I still think that Inside Out is one of the most creative best written mm-hmm, of all of theirs um, and it's the only one out of my top I think five Pixar's that came out in the last ten years so it just had to be on there and I just I love this movie it's, it's so much fun it's talk about like a sort of heart wrenching type of movie this is perfect for that um, so yeah so
3: Inside Out we talked about it in our Pixar episode as well so and that's we, the first animated movie on the list since I mentioned Spider-Verse at right. ten so exactly,
2: exactly. and uh, my number five is Mad Max Fury Road so, choice. all all the reasons we talked about don't have to go too far into it. Really, it's all about that, and it's just um, yeah. I just I to me, it's probably the best action movie of the last fifteen years. I think so. Maybe yeah. you know um, maybe, maybe ever almost ever. Yeah. yeah, just the way it's shot, cinematography, just the how that you you are invested in the characters, even if you haven't spent a ton of time with them. Like it's just perfect. We in talked that way, about so. um,
3: action choreography in our last episode with mm-hmm. john wick this is like stunt choreography done yeah yeah like, like the the truck crash and everything like yep. they actually did every crash you see in this movie they actually crashed they actually it was, yeah it was, it was it's unreal exactly um okay
2: so let's do we'll keep it we'll just keep going by twos uh wife power if the chance is okay now um the number four and three on your list
0: okay You guys hear something else? I have a friend with me now,
2: which is why I said if okay, if now is an okay time. So (laughs)
0: yeah, she's quiet.
2: Also, hi. Just watching me.
0: (laughs) Um, so let me see if I can see my list. So for um, I think uh, Mike mentioned this movie, but Inception. Yep. Yeah, Mike,
1: Um,
2: that was your nine or eight or something. mm -hmm. Yep, eight. Eight. Yeah.
0: There's just a movie that like really got you thinking. Like sometimes I find in the like theaters um you go see a movie and for maybe like 10-15 minutes the movie can lose you a little bit mm-hmm. and then you come back to it and you can continue I find Inception like there's so much going on that for the entire time you're in the theater you're just so enthralled in like the storytelling of it and trying to figure out what's going on and so I thoroughly enjoyed that movie
1: yeah and um, and one
2: that really like Latched on to like pretty much everyone that saw it for like weeks and months afterwards. If you talk about like talking about that movie, like the cultural relevance of that movie. Yeah, people still do, right? So, absolutely
0: still, like, do you really understand what was going on in that movie? Probably not.
2: <laughs> no, and which is why it's so interesting, The ending right?
3: is definitely up for interpretation. Yeah, exactly. The whole movie is, yeah. actually. The whole yeah. movie,
2: yeah, exactly.
0: Um, and then number three is uh, Blade Runner 2049.
2: Ooh, nice. Right up there. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: so um, Mike and I saw this movie in IMAX theater.
2: Oh, so jealous. <laughs> um,
0: and just, like, it, the story, it's amazing in itself, because in the reboot culture, we liked that it didn't actually reboot the movie, that it just continued in that universe and told a new story. Um, I wish that they didn't spoil the fact, like in the trailers, that Harrison Ford was still in it.
1: Yeah, me um, too. That would have been posters, like the craziest
0: movie experience if you went into that movie theater not knowing that he comes back.
3: Yeah, 100%. Um, but they still didn't spoil, like, they had to do that, I think, for marketing, but... Yeah, probably the studio made them do that, but at least they didn't spoil like what the movie was about and the big twist. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It was a very um, twisty movie. Very, I love <laughs> it. <is> so twisty. <laughs>
0: but seeing it in IMAX was kind of crazy because, like, in one corner of the screen, there could be something completely, like, the background wasn't just background. Like, they really took detail in putting like there's something going on in the corner of the screen that could draw your attention away from like. What the main scene is about, so it's kind of.
1: And
3: that's your second uh, Denis Villeneuve movie. Yeah, is he, is he, that's the director of Arrival. Of Arrival, yeah. Canadian director, and he is and probably Ro- my favorite director right now.
1: Like, yeah. If it act, wasn't for Titi, I right think now. he'd
2: probably be my favorite. Yeah, yeah and uh, right. and um, uh, Roger Deakins finally right. won his cinematography, cinematography yeah. award. Which the cinematography in that movie is oh, it incredible. incredible. It's incredible, which is why. Like you said, all the detail and like the IMAX and everything, like I, that, you almost can just watch the scenes in that movie with nothing else. And there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of dialogue, but like just like the first one, it's not heavy in the dialogue either. It's a lot about like the experience and where they're going and things like that. So
3: yeah, so g- good choices. Nice. Um, I'll jump into my four and three. Yeah. My number four is Captain America Winter Soldier. Ooh, and yeah. I love this movie. This movie did something very, very shocking at the time. It took a—it mm-hmm. was one of the Marvel movies that took a big risk to upset the status quo. Before the, like, Endgame Infinity War movies, this was, this was the gold standard of MCU. This was, like, my favorite MCU movie for a few years there. Um, and my number three, uh, timely enough, is Blade Runner 2049. Ah, there you go. <laughs> so, yep, everything that White Power said holds... Uh same for me. The it, it, movie blew me away. It was amazing. Yeah, it's... And Denis Villeneuve... And it's awesome. His direction and uh, Ryan Gosling, you know, it's his sort of franchise that he took on. You know, people have always been wondering, is he going to do a comic movie? Is he going to do, like, a franchise movie? The fact that he chose this one...
2: He's uh, great. Proves why it. he's such a good actor. You buy, you know? Yeah, you buy him in this yeah, all the way.
3: And the twists of the movie, like, it feels like you're on such a adventure. Like, yep. such a... Thrilling ride and the where, where it takes you, and you think one thing and then you think another thing, and then it's just awesome. And it's it,
2: almost even more so than the first one.
3: Yeah, I, I would say it's, a, it's like a more not, maybe not all the time,
2: but in some parts of it, you're oh, yeah, you know, it still it, raises a lot of questions. Like it, it did.
3: plays on your expectations after like that you have from seeing the first one, mm-hmm. right? Like it sort of tells you he's a replicant right away, yeah, but then it plays with that, yeah, yeah. which is like just genius. It's so, it's oh, so cool that so way. Good. This,
2: this just missed my list i wanted to put this on so bad
3: yeah it's one of my favorite movies of all time not just the past decade yeah, like, it's it was it's amazing completely blown away
2: it's amazing um all right my number four is into the spider-verse
1: my name is peter parker i was bitten by a radioactive spider and for 10 years i've been the one and only spider-man
2: i'm pretty sure you know the rest with great power comes great responsibility
3: I saved a bunch of people, fell in love, saved the city.
2: And then I saved the city again, and again, and again, and again.
1: And I did, uh, I did this.
2: We don't really talk about this.
1: Oh, very good. Way
2: up there. um, I just, yeah, this is like the best comic book movie ever. And it's, it's like, it's a comic book. Yeah. That's why it's so cool. Yeah, Yeah. And it's just so much fun. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just like having a lot of fun and not that end game isn't a lot of fun and not that any, you know, winter soldier isn't fun or anything. It's just, there's something about this. And I just, I love the creativity of this and all the different types of animation and how it really worked, like how it actually really worked mm-hmm. together. And you don't even have to think about it. You, it, you don't even notice that it, that yeah. it works until you see it the second and third time and you go, wow, this is like super creative mm-hmm. um and the story's a lot of fun and just how many different fun actors they got into doing random characters is is great so Does
3: something it breathes fresh life into the spider man character mm-hmm. and they've done so many versions of it now um that this was the perfect timing to do something new and different yeah. the character yeah but still but still stay true to um the ideals and like what the character is but do yeah. something different enough so that <clears throat> i love it too
2: yeah, for sure. And this was our favorite from 2018. I right, think, right, it was. From, yep. Yeah. So this is stuck with me. and I've seen this a bunch of times, even just this year. It's easy. Definitely one of the most rewatchable, I would say, uh, comic book movies. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it's animated, but also I, I don't know. It's just
3: I sort of separate com- comic book movies into like animated and live action. Yeah. This would be my favorite. And I think the best live act or animated, animated one of all time. <laughs> well, what, what were you on under- you <laughs> watching was, this movie? <laughs> 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 the animation just so good.
2: <laughs> um, and my number three is, uh, this has to be somewhere, um, is The Last Jedi.
3: Right. Okay. I was thinking that would be number one.
2: No, uh, It's it could be two, it could be three. Right. Um, it's. It's like in the last 20 years, it's the, to me, the best Star Wars movie. So, um, it's not everyone's cup of tea for, for a lot of legitimate reasons. Um, I just, like we discussed in our episode nine discussion and like we discussed when we have talked about Star Wars as a whole over the last month and month and a half. Um, I just like that this movie goes the places you don't expect. It challenges characters and it still has really fun action and, um, is a different Star Wars movie. And I just love that. I don't need to get too far into it. It's nope. just I don't think you have to defend one. yourself.
3: You're a Star yeah. Wars fan, and it's a great. And Star it's Wars the one movie. that stands yeah. out to
2: me, and that's and that's it. So, um, so we have our one and two now. So we'll start with number two. Um, does wife power Whoop. want to start, or should we start with Mike? Or
0: um, I'm here.
2: Okay. Um, so. Um,
0: my Let's, number we two has been our... mentioned by both okay. of you already. Okay. Um, so my number two is Mad Max Fury Road.
2: Ooh, top, yeah. like, way above ours. Right <laughs> nice. Yeah.
0: Um, I think maybe the reason I liked it so much, um, and it stands out for me, is because of what a badass character Charlize Theron was in that movie. Yeah. Um, you very rarely get to see, like, a female actor do a gritty... Um, Action based role the way that she did,
3: um, and how so, surprising it is that the movie is called Mad Max and the character of Max is relegated to like a nothing character. It's her and movie. It's her movie. It's her yeah, movie it's, all it's the definitely way. Her oh, it's movie. Awesome. And she's a yeah. She's amazing yeah, too. She's so amazing.
0: She's the character that elicits like all the emotion, and it's kind of her adventure that you're going on. He's he's kind of just like. Yeah, he's a, a secondary character yeah, in absolutely. the. Yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah, for all the same reasons that you got like we have discussed, but that's my number two of the decade. Okay. Why
2: don't we pull um, on our number ones just okay. so we can let's do number two? Yeah, sure. let's do our number twos.
3: All right, my number two, a movie that we've talked about a lot on this podcast, <laughs> Avengers: Infinity War. Ah, there you go. Yep. Okay. I won't get into it too much. It's quite obvious if you've heard <laughs> any episode of this podcast, basically why it's not my number two. At the time, before Endgame, yeah. I said it was the greatest cinematic uh, experience of all time, or achievement of all time. Right. I think Endgame may be the best cinematic achievement of all time, but Infinity War was the best cinematic experience, experience. that I've ever had, yeah. ever. There's the, the, a difference between yeah, you. the difference between two. Yeah, there's a slight difference, yeah. but just the, the, the time I saw three times the week it came out, that's how much I loved it. Um, well, the that was ending. me with episode 9 I didn't right. even like it that much so
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> that's not saying that. much uh,
3: I can't believe you saw that three times it's so just uh, yeah, right now. I'm good now um, the ending I'll never forget just like looking actually it was with Ian Ian Walter yeah. like, and uh, Wife Power were both there when it ended just the look on everyone's faces like <laughs> what is it, like, this is great like um, for a movie to do that is very very rare yeah Um. to to have everyone look around the theater and see the look on everyone's faces of confusion and like shock. And like the movie really, really shocked people and yeah. really did something un- totally unexpected. And um, I just thought it was so much fun.
2: Yeah, 100%. And ex- an experience that you can't really get Won't from a whole top lot of because other because yeah. How can
3: you top that? How can, well, I'd like to see someone else try and make 20 movies of build up. To one movie and then leave you on a massive cliffhanger. Well, that's the
2: thing, is the build-up is itself that? was already a great ride.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> was it ever going to happen again? I have no idea. Yeah, I
2: don't know, that's gonna that's a whole other... Yeah,
3: it's next level. Yeah,
2: 100%. All right, so my number two uh, has not been mentioned, and I, I didn't really expect it to be mentioned, was Annihilation.
3: Oh, number two. Love this I remember this movie. we saw the movie too, and yeah. it was really good. It is
2: so weird. It is, weird. it is so weird. And I we watched this... Um, it's it's sad that this is the first first way that we watched it, but we watched it on not the best Wi-Fi. It didn't cut out during the movie. Not the best Wi-Fi on a laptop on our honeymoon in Italy. <laughs>
1: That's where we watched this movie.
2: <laughs> I wanted to see it for so long. I was like, all right, it's not a great night out. We're not going to go. It was raining and whatever. Let's just watch this movie. I want to see it. And I just like, oh, it's so crazy. I just, I absolutely love this. It's such a strange story. It's interesting, it has a whole lot of weird things that happen, but for for a lot of really meaningful reasons, and every character has their own mini-arc, and why certain things happen to them for a particular reason, because of their background, and you're trying to figure out what the heck is going on with Oscar Isaac, and I just, I love this, and the acting is amazing, um, I didn't know what to expect from this movie, and it was one of those, just like with Get Out, I was like blown away by what, the One of those movies, sane.
3: um, like we were saying earlier, that it can be interpreted in so many different ways. Yes. It can be debated endlessly, and it doesn't yeah. hold your hand through anything. No, it's, especially yeah. the ending. Yeah, especially the like, ending. What it's is going crazy. on with
2: that? And and that's that's a, an interpretation thing for sure. It's so crazy the places that it goes, and the ending is um I mean, I think I I, I get what it's about, but it could be interpreted five different ways.
3: See, I saw um, we saw yeah. that, a wife power. We saw it in theaters. And, yeah.
0: It, I think I want to watch it again because I think seeing it in theaters. So, Dave, you saw it on, like, a smaller screen. Yeah,
2: and then I watched it at home again, like, a couple months after that or
0: something. Yeah, so I think seeing it in theaters, like, all the visuals of the movie were almost so overwhelming
1: mm-hmm, that fair.
0: I couldn't focus on the actual, like, storyline. So I feel like some of it was lost to mm-hmm. me because I was so, like, entranced in all, like... The actual what was happening on the screen,
1: yeah. um, So Especially it's definitely the a movie
0: I want to rewatch again on a smaller scale to see if I can get a bit more of the story itself.
2: Yeah, you definitely um, get more out of it when you watch it a second or third time. Right, for sure, yeah, I've seen it yeah, three, three times period. in the last couple of years. Um, every, t- I mean, it's a good choice. It's very deep, as you said. You're the super deep. deep. I just, I, I, <laughs> I love that. I love that it is, and it's, and um, even if it wasn't, I just, I like the intensity of the movie. Yes. If, if none of the crazy stuff happened until the very end, until that last, uh, you know, 15 minutes or something, I think this would still be on my list. I just don't know where. Okay. But it's like, I this movie's like stuck with me like a lot. So.
3: Cool. That's
2: my number two. Um, wife Power, what's your number one? Uh,
0: so, husband will be really proud of me. But <laughs> my number I'm one is proud. Avengers Endgame. Oh, oh, and mine too. Okay.
2: <laughs> mine <My> too. <laughs> All right, I'll turn um, off my mic and you guys can have a moment. It had to number one and, and I kind of,
0: <laughs> I was talking to Mike about it and it's not necessarily that it's my favorite MCU movie. Um, Cause Affinity War, it, like Mike said, that was a crazy movie experience for us, but I think it was just, it has to go on there because it's almost the ending of that. What is it? 23 movies
1: mm-hmm.
0: all in one. And, and I think that in itself for um, like a, studio to do is so groundbreaking, and I don't think it'll ever be done ever again um, to the scale that they did it. Um, So, I gave it the number one spot just because of that. Like, I think it's something we'll never get to experience again in our lives, and the culmination of all the movies leading into one storyline and one epic battle, it, it just... It was a very crazy movie experience and i think too like when you go see the movie at the beginning when they um for spoilers but when they defeat they you know so early in the movie we all kind of looked at each other like okay there's still two and a half hours left to go like what is this movie about
2: yes yeah um, i love that part I, I love how they did
0: that that's great so i think that was kind of interesting too because we all went in there and we're like okay there's gonna be some like big battle in the in the like this day and age and um and then they take you on that like time loop and you're just like I did not see this coming Mm -hmm. at all like if you asked me 10 times to say what I thought how that movie would go I don't think I would have ever predicted their time heist idea yeah um so it was just it caught me off guard it was the perfect ending to the MCU and um yeah, I, that's why it gets to top Infinity spot for saga
3: me. Infinity whatever. Saga. Yeah, so no surprise here. It's also my number one. Yep. We talked about it now on many episodes. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I guess there's a reason why we're married because we like the same <laughs> things as well. But I think the decade is defined by the MCU. And so this is the culmination of the Infinity Saga. And I actually think the MCU is going to have a hard time like continuing from where it's at I don't like it's I know they're gonna keep doing because of movies but like yeah. h- how can you get much more epic in storytelling you know and like yeah. there's always how do you lay to, it like, out the way that they already did and there's always this need yeah. to like one up so it's like they're gonna want to one up Thanos and like find someone bigger and badder it's it's gonna be hard it's a hard job and what they pulled off was an amazing feat and these yep. movies just they're so like meaningful to people um, like not just us and our family but to lots of people because I think they're the kind of movies that people go to the theaters with their family and like you know, Wife Power and Us, we go to every movie together, and I yep. go to them with my dad as well. And so, these movies are like you could take uh,
2: any almost anyone to these movies, yeah. But sure.
3: like, you go to the movies with some of the same people for the 10 years, oh, and they I all build you. on yeah, one yeah, another, yeah. and then they culminate, and then you see them together, and you talk about them. And it's like it's a movie you're recording experience. podcasts about, yeah, them, about it. <laughs> it's a movie experience like no other. And it, like I said, it defines the decade. And so, Endgame, I yep. think, deserves to be the number one,
2: yeah. Totally fair, yeah, absolutely. Um. Okay, well, mine's a little less exciting and and, and sort of culminating, I guess. Uh, my number one is Arrival. Good choice.
3: Right on. This
2: movie is so smart. I love it. I love, love, love the story of this movie. Um, and sim- to me, anyway, similar to Inception, the last 15 or 20 minutes or so, uh, maybe even last 10 minutes, you could interpret it in a couple of different ways, too. It, it is telling you what's going on, But it doesn't doesn't clearly define when some of that stuff is happening, which is like it goes from a movie that's about aliens to a movie that's about language, which is already very creative and very cool, Mm -hmm. to about time travel, and
3: and it's just like I think it's this decade's Fight Club. It does it is like yeah, is really really crazy story. I love I also love Fight Club's like my favorite movie, so So (laughs) that's why I made that comparison because I can kind of see. See it because it has this like crazy ending that's never been done before. It recontextualizes the whole movie and everything. Yeah, and it's
2: based on a short story, I believe. So like it's not like it's completely original, but just the fact that it is a alien movie about language for an hour and a half. It's
3: based on a short story, but the, the the way that they adapted it, because I read this story because I thought oh, it so did. much. Okay. I, went I, his, I want to. Yeah. Ted, I have the book, Ted Chang, I think his name is. Yeah. And uh, I bought his collection of short stories. Oh, nice. I read them all. That's how much I loved this movie. I was yeah. like, I need to see. I know. More I love this movie this so much and I haven't mind. read. Yeah. Um, and he writes incredibly thought provoking yeah, short I gotta, stories. I got to take that really, for me then. <laughs> really, really but it's a short story. And so they added a lot more. And they, they, like, when they did the movie and they adapted it to the screen, which could not have been easy. No. And they did such a good job. The way it
2: looks too yeah. is incredible. The acting, like, I don't know if, you, if in the like, short story they describe how the how the language looks.
3: I don't think so. I, don't I, don't lo- know. I So he had to come up with all that. The way
2: right? that, they, yeah, just the way that they, you're figuring out what everything means with them, how it's sort of the circular language. I just, I, I don't know. I just find it like insanely creative and I just love that and just the way that it lays out and then it spins it into something different in the last 20 minutes or half hour that you don't expect either, I think. Um. Yeah, I don't. Know. There's, there's so me, many so. like
3: big dumb sci-fi movies that this is like a thinking man sci-fi It's super movie. smart. Yeah, and and I'm not a thinking man. <laughs> I'm just a guy. But oh, I love you don't give movie. yourself enough credit. Look at those top two movies. I like. I like a smart movie. <laughs> yeah. I must be smart. <laughs> They're just trying to trick us to think he's smart. I'm really.
2: just trying to trick you yeah. by watching yeah. smart movies. Yeah, I don't actually like it. I just wanted to put it up there. <laughs> um, okay, so inevitably, I think there's probably ones that we don't have on our top ten. Do you have any, like, honorable mentions that you want to throw out there
3: that we might not have? I think they might have made all your guys' lists. On our list, yeah. 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 There's a couple that I want to throw out that
2: um, I think I think we've seen pretty much all of these. So I, I mentioned Blade Runner's one of them. I just I want to give a lot of these a shout-out because I just think they're awesome mm-hmm. movies. Um, Black Swan blew me oh, yeah. away when I watched that, that in the theaters, and I love that movie. Um, Bad Times with the El Royale is yes. awesome. I almost put that on my list and then decided, no, i got to put, like, Bridesmaids on here or something. So I did that. Um, Attack the Block which yep. is super fun and like you know early John Boyega stuff like 10 years ago um, and uh, Cabin in the Woods I have to have to say so it was either that or Get Out those yep. were gonna those be interchangeable those One are all those great two. movies so, um, those are ones all of those
3: would have been worthy of someone's top I literally 10 have sure. 10
2: honorable mentions and I just couldn't figure out where to put them so those are mine um, I don't know if there's anything you felt we may, may or may not have missed at all Mina
0: I can't. I had a list of fifteen, and I just deleted them. Deleted I didn't them? Yeah. keep them on, so I can't even like remember what my nope. other five were. I had one
3: that I was struggling with. Um, if you can't remember me, my la- my last one that I was trying to find a place for, but couldn't find a place for was Creed. Oh yeah. Um, I thought Creed was amazing. Yeah, Creed is amazing. I yeah. love the first Rocky movie, and it's what it does is it mimics the first Rocky movie, but also is its own thing. And it has its own story to tell and own yeah. message. Yeah, Um it was just amazing. It's, yeah. yeah. So Creed was the one that didn't make my list.
2: Nice. Yeah, that was a close one. Um we could tally at some point, but I don't know. What do you what do you think would be our like number one if it's if it's us collectively? I, I would I would say it'd be Mad Max because it's, it's on all of ours. It's, yeah. it's super high on Minas. It's five on mine and it's what, seven or eight on yours? Yeah.
3: Yeah, it could be Mad Max. Probably um, that.
2: I, I'm okay with Endgame, but I, I didn't even consider it on my list. It's
3: not on your list. Right? Ian no. Ian Walter had Endgame Infinity War. Same too as me. Crazy. Okay. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, The Last Jedi. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where is oh, he? Geez. He needs to defend this. Uh, Civil War, Far From Home, The Force Awakens, Winter Soldier, Avengers, Spider-Man Homecoming, all Disney movies. Disney dominates his life, he says. Um, so he doesn't have Mad Max, but I think Mad Max... I would be comfortable putting Mad Max only because Endgame is not on on your list anywhere. No. Um, it's not even on my
2: 10 honorable, which maybe it is.
3: I feel like that changes sometimes, yeah. you
2: know. Those those like bottom 5, quote unquote bottom 5 could could change. I
3: feel like Endgame being on so high on three of our lists, it's got the respect that it deserves. Like so we but can it make also it also could deserve
2: it being the movie too, right? Yeah. I mean would It is our 2019. That. It is our 2019. So maybe exactly. we switch it up a bit and pick yeah. something else. Yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. that's what I'm trying to say. We've already yeah. given it enough. How how
0: yeah. high is Blade Runner on everyone's list?
2: I Did, I don't have Blade it on my list, it. but oh, I also would not shy away from that being on it because I love that movie too. I I wanted to put that in. I just it it's probably like 11 or 12 for it's me. It's
3: three on my list. Three, yeah, it's really um, high
2: too. Yeah. Or Arrival.
3: It, we could do Arrival or Mad Max, bro.
2: I I would say Mad Max before Arrival because um it's on all of ours, and I think there's a lot of really strong reasons like yeah, okay. why yeah
3: because it could have been easily higher on my list for right. sure it honestly okay. could have
2: been higher in mine too yeah. let's go <laughs> yeah. with that
3: Mad All right, Max we're going with Mad Max congrats alright a collective high five <laughs> on
2: Mad Max is our <laughs> is our favorite uh, from the last 10 years alright it's uh, nice I love it mm-hmm. okay Wife Power thank you very much for joining us for it Um time. amazing to have like fairly different but similar lists in different orders and stuff so it's cool to have the three of us here Uh, to do that. So we'll move on to TV next. And uh, we will, uh, you can find us all on social media, right, Mike?
3: That's right. Day back in on social media and back in my day. Please subscribe, review, tell your friends, uh, find on your podcast app of choice.
0: We'll see what show
1: she likes.
2: Exactly. Uh, Welcome back, everybody. Um, Wife Power is now joining us with another special guest once again. And Mike's with me again here. Oh, perfect timing. Look at that. (laughs) Another special guest. Um, So we're going to go through our top ten, our favorite uh, ten TV shows of the last ten years. Wife Power, we'll start it with you. Uh, If you have them ranked, we can go and do the same thing we did with uh, our movies and go from ten and nine and just do two at a time.
0: Ten and nine. Okay, yeah. so um, ten. It's not necessarily that it's the best show of the decade, but I really enjoyed it. So the Good Wife. Oh, nice. Um, I had to put it on my list because it was just my guilty pleasure. Um, oh, the and then nine guilty, is But Fargo. a lot of people really like it. I think it. it's
2: known as being a really great show. Yeah, yeah I, I
0: think it's a good choice.
2: Yeah. Sorry, nine
0: was. It was Fargo.
3: Ooh, nice. Oh, I yeah. love Fargo. That. Okay. Oh, Do I wanted. Do you think that. T- I think TV shows might have been the hardest.
0: Yes, hundred percent. Yeah,
3: I think it
2: was. It was really hard. Yeah, because it's easy to sit at home and like watch TV and take your time with something, especially if it came out in 2011 and you watched it last year. And I think
3: we're in the golden age of television. I think television is like better than movies these days. If you look at
2: any of these shows on this Mm -hmm. list, like my
3: god. (laughs) All right, I'll go my uh, my ten and nine. Yeah. So my number ten is the Legend of Korra which ah. is the sequel to Avatar Last Airbender yeah. a show that Dave still hasn't watched I haven't gonna... finished haven't oh you fi- started? I watched the first season oh nice yeah I watched the first okay. season okay yeah. good all the pestering worked yeah. I was <laughs> gonna did. pester you it a bit did. more it did it happened on one of the episodes and I <laughs> yeah. go I gotta start doing this Okay. Yeah. so watch the
2: first season it's gonna take time but I am gonna watch it
3: awesome yeah, yeah so Avatar: the Last Airbender didn't come out in the past decade, so it didn't make my list. It didn't. It didn't like finish in the last decade. Um, the way I went with my list is like the majority of the show had to. Oh, okay. Air. I, I, I'm yeah. just. Wondering, I yeah, actually no, don't no, know. I think it was the,
1: the previous okay. decade.
3: Yeah. The Legend of Korra is the sequel series, and it is just as good. It is one of the best right. pieces. Of is it a animation. short run like the? Like yeah, it's like that? three seasons. As oh, well, okay. But nice. it's so so good. Nice. Um, and my number nine is Nathan for you. Uh, something i have the, never seen but i want to so watch bad. it so bad i know white power hates this show i absolutely <laughs> the humor hate of it's kind of weird <laughs> but to me it is like the funniest well there's another comedy on my list but other i'm than laughing with comedy, coffee in my mouth yeah. i almost spit it out <laughs> it's so funny it's so funny it's very stupid okay but it's a skewer on the reality show's in a way that I'm all just, for that now uh, it's you <laughs> have to, if you want yeah if that's what you're into watch this <clears> so here Fielder's so here at, at home
2: for us what's it on So I can, comedy
3: comedy number okay. comedy central
2: I have to find another way to, to watch yeah. it then
3: it's on Crave actually oh it is yeah oh, originally okay, on then. comedy okay so we have Crave. that so I'll, I'll yeah okay. just watch oh. it man. it is
2: <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> it's something and it's a few seasons at this point too right? yeah
3: four I think four mm-hmm. okay
2: all right, it's probably something that I'll have to watch on my own as well. <laughs> probably, yeah, yeah. Probably. Okay, my number ten um, can go eh, maybe somewhere in the next couple of spots, but my number ten um, is Stranger Things.
3: Oh, good. Because okay. I,
2: I think that over the last four years, that mm. all these that these three seasons came out. Um, I think that this is. Perfect for this podcast, first of all, as we've talked about before. Perfect for the age group that we're in, or very close. You know, anywhere between, I would say, 27, let's say, or 25 to 45. There's more than enough to feed off of in this show. Um, And it's just super fun, and so many people love it. And you can... Just have a lot of fun just sitting and watching this and and very rewatchable too. Like I'm sure once, whenever they d- decide to end this, it'll be something we go back to and watch from the beginning. So Stranger Things is on there. I really wanted to make sure I gave that a shout out. Uh, number nine, I almost didn't put on here because it's just so hard to watch is Handmaid's Tale. But I can't deny that this show is super compelling and so well done and just so Poignant to the last.
3: I'm glad you three put it on the list because I don't think it was on mine or Wife Power's list, but it is a very decade yeah. uh, defining or. More so, second half of the decade, yeah, I would say.
2: Um, and, and because it's so late in the decade, I almost didn't put it on, but I really needed to do it because, especially the first, maybe the first and the third season, uh, or first two seasons, like, it's just, there's. Mm-hmm it just gets at you like it just really hooks and into a lot you. of people
3: watched it and loved it and it made into a lot of conversations so. yeah 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 absolutely. it
0: was really good and i have to say like for you like it gets to a lot of people the reason why like we had to stop watching it because i could not watch it while being pregnant
2: oh i can i can't even imagine i can't yeah. even comprehend what that would be like um, it's so disturbing yeah it's so disturbing ridiculously right disturbing yeah. yeah okay so um next is eight and seven for wife power
0: okay um so eight is a show called preacher um this uh, is that's one gonna
2: be somewhere else i feel possibly <laughs> possibly uh,
0: this is one that uh, mike introduced me to it's based on a comic book um but it's just one that i really enjoyed so i had to put it on my list I just it's a very unique story Mm -hmm. um and yeah it, it was really enough. it's it really a, really well done I think it's AMC um, yeah it is yeah. AMC
2: yeah it's still AMC it's really good it's you're good. right though it doesn't get like a ton of recognition no. which is one of the I think unfortunately one of the reasons why I've never watched it mm-hmm. is because I, I have heard a ton from, from you guys about it it's like a niche but... show
3: like I don't think everyone will love it but I don't know it's we we just loved it it's just one of those yeah. is, shows so is
2: loved. it I, I'm gonna ask this. is it still on yes okay it's still yeah. going okay alright so I, I um, it might have just
3: ended though we're just catching up on the fourth season now so okay yeah, yeah,
0: And then um, number seven is Parks and Rec.
1: I don't have it in me right now. Ron, please do it for me. Make the speech. Ron, please, please give the speech, Ron. No. Yes, please, Ron, no. please, please give the speech. Please give the speech. No. Yes, 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 no yes, 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 please, 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 no. please, 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 yes, yes. All right, damn it, woman. Okay, everyone, shut up and look at me.
3: Welcome to Visions of Nature. This room has several paintings in it. Some are big, some are small. People did them and they are here now. I believe that after this is over, they'll be hung in government buildings. Why the government is involved in an art show is beyond me. I also think it's pointless for a human to paint scenes of nature when they could just go outside and stand in it. Anyway, please do not misinterpret the fact that I am talking right now as genuine interest in art and attempt to discuss it with me further. End of speech. Sweet, Ooh. yes. <laughs> okay, maybe hold off on talking about that one for now. Okay. Because I feel like it might be uh, on, might someone, be else's on someone else's list. Okay, All right, so my number eight is Legion on FX. Mm. This is the trippiest uh, <laughs> uh, comic book adaptation, TV show, or movie even if it was um, ever made. It's crazy. It's from the mind of Noah Holly, and he mm-hmm. took this character, Legion, who's Professor X's son, and just made this. Wacky show and it's so creative, and it doesn't get a lot of attention either. But it, I wanted to shout it out because um, I think it's I think it's incredible and it's very just the the, the visionary. I think. Is oh, the okay, yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I and mean, very different from a lot of other comic. Base.
3: Yeah, it's not based on action. I think it's based on more of a psychological mind. Still, yeah. Oh, it all
2: sounds so good to me. And I yeah, you would it. like it, yeah. but
3: it is weird. I don't think it's for everyone, but yeah. it, it definitely. Yeah. But it's for me. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. yeah <laughs> I think I think you like it though. A power, like
0: no, I I love Legion. I actually was gonna say I think probably other than Logan, it might be like the best X Men thing to come out this past decade. Yeah, good
3: point. Oh, nice. It's the best okay. use of X Men character. High praise. Like, nice. Yeah. Um, okay, next would be... What number are we on? Is it seven? Yep. Uh, Rick and Morty. I was Ooh, late to the party yeah. for Rick and Morty, but my God, is that a good show. Yeah. My God, is that a good show. It is hilarious. It is creative. Uh, it has great animation. It's an animated show, spin-off, um, sort of ripoff of uh, of Doc and Marty. Uh, yeah. The Grandpa and uh, Grandson who go on wacky adventures and through space <laughs> Wh- and time. Wacky, and, is, one yeah, it, yeah. wacky <laughs> is one way to put it. Yeah, wacky is one way A very adult <laughs> show, but... yes. The way that The Simpsons, for me, defines the 90s, Rick and Morty defines the 2000s, yeah. 2010s.
2: Yeah, something about the last um, 10 years, I mean, you can put BoJack Horseman on this and stuff like that, too, uh, is that, and, and uh, uh, Big Mouth and stuff over the last few years, for me, anyway, I, I like that show, but um, the animated shows that are adult... Mm-hmm. sort of taking over even more so adult than what Futurama and the Simpsons yep. were or even more than Family Guy was. Like something about the last like maybe even 5 or 6 right. years. Yeah,
1: no, it's interesting. Like yeah. there's a
2: lot of those now mm-hmm. and I think something like Netflix makes that right. makes that work. Cause, cause people, Not like, that Rick and Morty is but
3: Simpsons and cartoons and stuff are a little yeah. bit older now, so now they're used to watching their shows as cartoons so you can yeah. maybe get them on one board. I don't know, that's just a theory, yeah. but Yeah. No,
2: no, but they're and it's and it's clever writing yeah, and all that definitely. stuff too, right? Well, so
3: Rick and Morty is amazing.
2: Yeah. Um okay, so my number uh 8 is uh, Master of None. I don't know if you guys watched this. The no. Aziz, Aziz Ansari show that he I had on has on it. Netflix. Um, it's very, very funny. But it is especially the second season. Second season is um, super unique. It starts off as like a black and white show, it ends up being a love story. It's it's very it's loosely based on like a book that he came out with a few years ago, which I didn't realize until after we watched the show, of like dating in the modern world. That's basically what the show is about he's a guy that works on TV shows as like a host or a writer or whatever. And he's trying to figure out as a, you know, mid to late thirties guy, how to find someone to be with basically. And I don't know. I find his writing really funny. I find it really poignant. I find it to be, uh, and, and it's like two seasons of their own unique stories. The second one goes to different places and involves a lot of different characters that like makes it really actually tough, love story which is interesting because it's supposed to be a comedy but ends up being about kind of something else at the same time so that's worth a watch um he's not everybody's cup of tea but I really really love that show and uh if you guys want we can talk about this now but next up on my list is Parks and Rec (laughs) so So I say save it save it yeah I feel like we have to save it okay well next is uh, on Parks and Rec okay so we'll save that then
3: two shows with uh and Sari. yes that's right
2: that's right back to back those are my those are those there um uh yeah, so Parks and Rec's there is my uh, uh, is my next one. Okay, uh, Wi Fower, Mina, what's your next couple?
0: Um, so my, I think it's number six.
2: Yes, um, six and five.
0: I don't think it's going to get a lot of love on Best Of list, but for me, I absolutely love this show. Um, I like that it went from a start to a finish. Um, it didn't just drag on because people liked it, uh, but Penny Dreadful.
2: Oh, yeah, I've heard so many good things about that.
0: Yeah, so it's it's extremely well done, and I've always been a big fan of, like, the old-school monster stories, like mm-hmm. Dracula, um, Jekyll and Hyde, and this kind of is that, like, this show takes place in that world. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's extremely well done. The acting is phenomenal. Um, but, yeah, I, I would, hi- like, if you're into that kind of genre, I would highly recommend it. Nice. Um, and then my number that, five that yeah. is uh, Sherlock. Sweet. And that's the, the BBC Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's like...
3: And Martin Friedman as uh, Watson. As yeah, Watson, he's yeah. He's such a good actor.
2: Um, this is on my
3: list as well. I okay. won't say where, but okay. it's... It's this, amazing. I love this yeah. show. <laughs> it's so, I get it's to so cheat good. a little bit because, like, wife Power's here with her list and, like... We watch mostly shows together, so okay. it's like yeah. Sherlock is on her list online, but I love Sherlock, so yeah. it's, it's kind of fun that she's here. Um, so should I move on since Sherlock's on uh, the Yeah, yeah okay. sure, yeah,
2: we can, well, because well, then obviously you like it, so we'll talk about it all Yeah, we so get to uh, it,
3: yeah. six and five for me. So number six, um, Twin Peaks, The Return. Ooh, okay. okay. Never a show that I was, even,
2: ever watched, but still. Yes, so. even
3: yeah. weirder than Legion, <laughs> barely even a TV show, um... <laughs> But more like a work of art, like, more like a Picasso abstract painting brought to, life, sh- <laughs> brought to life than a TV show. But such, Don't even
0: know how to, like, describe yeah, what it's about.
3: No. But the experience of watching it. Which is so intriguing it, It's to so me. intriguing. <laughs> but the experience of watching it live, like, every Sunday night and, like, being on Twitter and just being, right. like, wh- how is my mind going to be blown this week and what insane things are happen? I have to listen to three hours of podcasts to figure out what the heck just happened in that episode, but I... But I was never That's bored. Awesome. Um, it is like yeah, art come to life, basically. I don't know if that if that speaks to you or not. Some people, it, it kind a,
2: of does, but I feel like I still need to watch the sh- the old show before I, I watched. Did, we didn't this, watch but... the old show. Oh, you didn't? In. No, oh, I think no you did. we
0: didn't. But the podcast definitely helped because yeah. if there was something okay, so that drawed from the original like the podcast helped kind of explain it the okay. show
3: is not okay. going to appeal to a lot of people a lot of people are gonna be very turned off within 10 minutes um you'll probably know that yeah, still um, sounds like something i would but like i, I like if, the sort of weird stuff so yeah i just too, don't know yeah. if it would be the same if you weren't watching it live honestly that was the experience okay. was watching it live and being like part of the conversation and just like oh man it was yeah. fun all right okay nice. and then uh number five for me is this is where i get into my get my uh comic book movie, uh, <laughs> comic book TV show love too. Daredevil, I think this show is, a lot of people liked it, but I still, for some reason, think it's underrated. I think it's the best comic book television show ever made. I think they mm-hmm. do total justice to Daredevil, one of my favorite characters. Um, I think all three seasons are incredible and I just loved it. it had yeah. great I action think it got the hype
2: in the first season mm-hmm. and then because all the other shows came out, yeah. it sort of... Yeah, it kind like of it stole lost a little its, bit of a hype. Yeah, but, yeah exactly. Yeah, and I think Netflix,
3: bit. this is a whole other conversation, but releasing yeah. their seasons all at once, kind of, it's some the, the right. their shows stick around longer. Right. But anyways, I just wanted to give love to Daredevil cuz I thought it was incredible.
2: Yeah, and that and like you said that's your favorite of all their yep. shows Favorite everything. Oh.
3: Comic book property ever put on television. Okay,
2: there you go. Nice. All right, my uh my next two have not been mentioned yet. Uh my number it's 6, right? Yeah. I don't have the numbers beside this for some reason. Um my number 6 is Better Call Saul. I'm so lucky. I have this letter god I could see the matrix, you know. Yeah. I was invincible! I could dodge bullets, baby! And you were right, you were right. It was all about Chuck, the whole time.
0: Oh, Mr. McGill, you're still here.
2: There's some good news. Just Believe me, I already know. Oh, good, Then if you wanna come with me to the
1: office, there's some paperwork for you to sign.
2: Absolutely, let's do this thing. Oh, and sweetheart, I'm gonna need one more form. Uh, DBA, because I'm not gonna be practicing under the name McGill, so.
0: Shouldn't
3: be a problem. Just down the
2: hall, we have all the floors. Great, great. Wait, wait, Jimmy, Jimmy, what? It's all good, man. So, to me, again, just like I was mentioning with one of my video games, this is going to be blasphemy, but this is a better show than Breaking Bad is. I agree. And it's a be- yeah, and it's a better show than what the Al Camino movie was. I- everything about this show is exactly what I love. I think it's, especially the first couple seasons. I think are actually even more interesting than what they've done in the last the last two. Um, they're just fun. I mean, I've always loved the character. I always loved Saul in, in the show. Um, not that he needed to be in it more, because I think they still treated him properly, and I think he was in it when he needed to be in it. Um, but I just love that they chose him to follow and not someone else. Um, maybe with the way the characters end up, it kind of makes sense.
3: Because he's such a good actor. such a good... He's, so perfect, a yeah, he's so perfect for it. he's so perfect. He is that role. Like, and I look and at they're
2: him. really... I, I, they're going to get to the point, I guess, that it reaches... I wish they would Breaking end Mad. it before that. I happens. hope they do. Yeah. I hope no one else shows up. I mean, Mike's in it, but his, but his storyline in the show is great too. It's better
3: than his storyline in Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah,
2: I think so. Well, they give him I his character means so much more now. Um and he does yeah. a lot of like cool things that you you must almost, almost get more respect for him mm-hmm. in Breaking Bad because of this. Um so there's that. And then uh my next one is uh Black Mirror because it was on for the entire decade and I would say that we've talked about it a little bit before but I would say that for me anyway eighty to ninety percent of these episodes are incredible I there's a there's a couple that I, I I don't hate any of them the ones I don't like are just okay but I could sit there and watch any of these episodes almost anytime
3: ever can I jump in and go a little bit out of order yeah okay so my four and three is black mirror and parks and Rec
2: ah so that's okay. why I want to jump okay. in so let's okay yeah so what what so let's go um let's just because I just mentioned Black Mirror. A similar kind yeah, of idea? Yeah, we'll, won't
3: talk about it too long. I think Black Mirror is the Twilight Zone for this generation.
2: I think that's what it was going for, yeah. too. Yeah, And I
3: think the, the Twilight Zone, when you say the, those words, people know exactly what you're talking about. That show has just lived on. Even if people haven't seen it, they know yeah, what, you know it, what is. it is. Yeah. And it's like... And it's like... People still draw inspiration from Twilight Zone episodes to this day, and I think Black Mirror is going to live on the way Twilight Zone lives on. Most of um, the
2: episodes will, for sure. Yeah, I, yeah.
3: I know, like you said, I think people not everyone thinks this, but I'm on board with you. Like, I think 80%, 90% are amazing.
2: Yeah. 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 Right
3: yeah. from the first episode, it just...
2: <laughs> all super creative, also in very it. interesting, like, yeah. I lots like of commentary. The British
3: sensibility. I like, like Yeah, the, like most,
2: almost all of them do, mm-hmm. right? Um, okay, okay, so let's just, let's talk Parks and Rec then. Let's just do that. Parks and Rec, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so
3: you guys all had it pretty high on your list. I had it three on my list. Yeah. I think Parks and Rec is my favorite sitcom ever. I absolutely love it. I think it's, does what the office does but better it does what modern family does but better it's so funny it's yeah. su- such good characters such good writing it's,
2: it's to me it's the office but better yes right exactly. like it's mm-hmm. i mean it's made by the same group of people or similar by, group of NBC, people and stuff yeah. yeah uh wife power what about what about you why why is why was parks and rec on your list since we sort of skipped over your uh when you had it on yours
0: um I just, I kind of agree with Mike. Like, it's definitely one of the better sitcoms that's come out in the past decade. Um, It's extremely clever. I like the diversity of all the characters. Like, Mm -hmm. um, they kind of touch on everything. Um, And,. Ron Swanson is probably the best government worker I've ever seen <laughs> depicted is like the on best television. The
2: <laughs> He's got to be the best yes. character in the show, right? Yes. Yeah. I, like, what I really like,
0: down.
2: yeah, like what I really like about about what they did with the show after I think it's a third, third or fourth season, is the contrast between him and Rob Lowe's character. Yes, because they're complete opposites, mm-hmm. but every time they're together, it it works. It's funny, like that. it's and it's not because they're opposites necessarily. It's just. I don't know what it, it's just like those are the to me those are my favorite two characters and i don't really like rob lowe as like an actor necessarily mm-hmm. but he plays it literally plays it perfectly like i yeah. love i love those two
3: yeah. yeah um yeah
2: yeah and and you guys watch this kind of late like we did too right? yeah yeah just
3: like the last three years or something we just watched the whole thing and we i want to watch it again like- yeah we just did
2: in the fall Perfect. October, yeah. I it's, think. I think it's I think over the course of October and November, we watch the whole series again. I think it's going to
3: be like my Seinfeld, like my sitcom that I'm going to keep. Yeah, revisiting. I have a hard time
2: saying that it's it's quote unquote better than Seinfeld or anything. But no, it's I like, wouldn't
3: say better, but I would say the one that I'm going to revisit more. Yeah, more. Yeah, yeah and you can, and, and I think it's something you can revisit.
2: It it, it, it even lends more so, maybe just because it's more modern TV sort of thing. But you can watch from the beginning to the end, whereas Seinfeld, you can just watch an episode, right? Anywhere, yeah. right? There's something about the characters progression and the story, the mini stories that go on within it that make Parks and Rec even more
3: special that way and stuff. So, okay. Uh, wife power, do you want to do your three and four?
1: Yeah,
0: I'll actually take it to two for me. Okay. Um, so my number four is my favorite sitcom from the decade and that's Brooklyn nine, nine. Um, this show, um, is just absolutely hilarious. Andy Samberg, um, I just like everything that they do with the show. I like the strong female characters. Um, The captain, like his humor just gets me every time, like where he's he's not trying to be funny, but but he's just hilarious.
2: Yeah, he plays it so well. I Mm -hmm. love that.
0: Yeah. um, So that's my number four. Uh, My number three is Stranger Things. Um, I love coming of age movies. So this show is just I almost feel like it was made for me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um,
0: we literally look at release dates and we block off the weekend that it comes yeah. <laughs> out. And we just binge it it's,
1: it's that all kind of weekend, show.
0: like yeah. it's Stranger Things weekend yeah. every season that's come out so far. Um, and uh, Mike mentioned this one, but Daredevil is actually number two on my list.
1: Wow, nice! Um,
0: I think it's so much more than a comic book show, um, and I think I think that. A lot of people aren't gonna watch it because they're like, "Oh, it's a superhero show. that's not my thing um, but i I think it's so much more than that, and I think that people that wouldn't necessarily be into that genre would get behind this movie. It's dark, it's gritty, there's the love story in it is very believable. Um, so yeah, I just I think that that show is um extremely well done there's always one crazy cut where it's you can tell that the camera is just following him down a hallway those are always yeah.
3: mm. those the are so well done yeah. yeah those
1: are yeah great. Um, I said the you're always just waiting
0: great. for that scene because you know it's going to be so well done yeah um charlie like the actor charlie cox i think he just nailed it like i i actually believe that he's blind when watching that show yeah you be- um, yeah
2: you buy it the whole way for sure
0: yeah i don't know how he does it with his eyes like it just, he
2: nails it. Acting. like um, <laughs> He is an actor. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, um, but it's true, like yeah, his so,
2: mannerisms and stuff. I mean, yeah, it's the character. But yeah, it's true. You actually... Compared you, to Ben
3: Affleck's
2: version, yeah. it's like... Well, compared to that movie, yeah. anywhere. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. That's wow, super high on the list. That's awesome. Um,
3: I'll just jump in and say my number two is Stranger sure. Things. I won't talk about it, but everything that... Uh, Mina said and Dave said and I said in previous episodes holds it's amazing yep. so that's my number two
2: yep and the way you guys treat it as like an event yeah I, exactly I think a lot of people do though I, I think a lot of people do I, it, yeah. I don't block off time but we kind of do because I from the third season I know because that just came out in the summer I'm pretty sure we watch it in two days yeah like that's it's that that's, kind of show that's yeah. really damn quick even if mm-hmm. that was so like it's you know oh it came out on Friday we're gonna watch five episodes Sunday and five episodes even though it's midnight on Monday it didn't Go to work the next morning, you know? Like you almost have to. And it it's a type of story that works mm-hmm. for that and stuff. Absolutely. Okay, so that's stranger things. Um, okay, so I'll go my my um four three four, two. three, and two. So my four is sharp objects. Wow. So um, I loved this show. I knew nothing about it at all. And I was like, all right, it's Amy Adams. How can it not be good? It's it's HBO. How can it not be good? I, I think this show is incredible. I think the writing's amazing, hard show to watch, just like a lot of other sort of miniseries, HBO stuff like this. Um, the twists that it has in it are just friggin' insane to me. I love it. Um, I don't have to get too deep into it, but if anyone hasn't seen it and they want a little bit more of an intense type of show from HBO, miniseries, and watch Amy Adams probably do one of the best performances ever, like, I mean, ever, and I think out of this past year of TV, or was it 2018, um, the best performance ever on, on, on TV for, for that year by far. Um, watch that if you have a chance to watch it. Um, Just one
0: thing about sharp Objects. yeah. Um, just like I don't contest that it was an amazing show, but I read the book. Yes. Um, so the show to me fell a little bit flat.
2: Oh, that's fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the there is turns that the show took that the book didn't do, and um, I think the book 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 does a better job of like Amy Adams, like the characters, like hardships and stuff. So um just some food for thought but it the show was like amazingly done um but just for me it felt like a little bit flat just because the book was that much better
2: right right which is totally fair yeah i knew i i honestly knew nothing about it i just went into it and figured this has got to be decent and it, i loved it so um my other one I already talked about this on a previous point uh is fleabag um i'm just gonna leave it as is um I just collectively, the, those two seasons are just like perfect comedy, in my opinion. Um, and my number two is Sherlock. Oh
1: wow! wow. Yeah. That's I, really
3: high. Yeah, I. Oh, I doing my own Wilson impression.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 wow! Wow! Wow!
2: <laughs> I. Uh, I think that um, it, it's it's the format that they do it. I think lends to the fact that it makes it like if you talk about like an event, every episode is an event in this show. Like it's it's it's. I mean, it's literally its own movie. They're all an hour and a half long. With, you know, it's a show, but there's no stopping. It's an hour and a half story. And you go on a ride with these characters every single time. And I just, I absolutely love this. It's so well done. It's done in such a different way. Um, and Mina, you had it on your list too. Why, why do you love
0: it? I. It's just like, I actually feel like I kind of put it low on my list for how much I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's so well done. The The storylines are amazing. I like that it's like Sherlock, but in modern day, like they don't mm-hmm. try to take it back to like, the way like the Robert Downey Jr. movies do, where they take it back in time. Like I like that they did a more modern spin on it, and it works. Um, but the I have, it, the way you described it as like an event, I don't remember if it was Christmas Eve. I think it was New Year's Eve. But I remember one year they released an episode. Oh on, yeah, a
2: couple years yeah. ago. Yeah, that's on right. On New Year's
0: Eve, and I that's what we did. Like we literally stayed home and right. watched
2: I, I think it was the Hall Four mm. or something like that. So that, that show was incredible.
3: I, I I echo everything you guys are saying. Yeah.
2: It's... I forgot. I totally forgot about that. That was like, oh my god, they actually made another mm-hmm. one because they said it was going to be over and then they made one more. And I think it was Yeah, it two was like a special of, episode yeah, and they aired right. it. And that was the last one and I don't think they're going to be doing any more. Um but they could I could watch 19 seasons know, of the show. Know, it's, it's so good. good. It's and, and like the the thing about the first, I think two, I guess they call them series, uh, the two, I guess six episodes or eight episodes, however, is in each one. Like those six or eight, almost stand alone, whereas they sort of made like a through story a little bit more mm-hmm. after that. And talk about Hot Priest and Fleabag, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh the yeah. uh, the plays oh, uh, uh, Scott, Moriarty, and Moriarty, yeah, Andrew, he's, he's like
3: Moriarty's unbelievable
2: yeah. in that. Like he's perfect mm-hmm. for that character. He's so weird and disturbing, and like. I love those episodes yeah. where he's in it. Um, yeah, I, this show's amazing. Yeah, no, you guys are <laughs> totally
3: right. It's it's incredible. I don't know how it didn't make my list, but that's how many good shows there are out there. Yeah, so we all have our number one left. Eh? we all have our number one I'll left. Kind of um,
2: I don't think okay. I don't think these are any. I I don't I don't know about you guys, have but the same mine's going to be different. Yeah, so why don't you guys go first? Uh, why don't you go first, oh. Mina?
0: I'm going to say we for sure have the same, but uh, oh. Game of Thrones. Yep.
3: That's
2: uh, it. Okay. I yeah. think it's okay. It. I think Fair it's
3: enough. the best show of the decade,
1: yeah. even though.
3: I really wasn't pleased with the way it ended. I don't think that takes away from the fact that it is the show that defined yeah. the past decade. Oh
2: yeah, I, I think whether you loved the entire show or hated the entire mm-hmm. show, there's no way you can say that it's not that that kind of show. At least. yeah. yeah. Um, so we haven't really talked about this show a ton.
3: No, not and, really. Show, eh? I
2: think because we were, it was wrapping up in yeah. 2019. And we were mostly looking back at things. Yeah, exactly. Um, so did you guys watch it? Like as it came out, or did you start later, or like how how what was your viewing experience? Because for me, the reason why it's not on my list and it's not my number one is because I watched it over the course yeah, of a were couple really months. Late. We, really were, late. we were really
3: um, We were we I
0: think we started after the first season. We watched yeah, it so pretty collectively, much for yeah, yeah. Maybe the first two seasons. Each maybe. season after like.
3: Yeah and it was um, a agonizing wait between seasons for the yeah. show cuz yeah. it's so good. And it was like a year and a half each season it's one of for those some shows of shows where the episode is an hour and when it ends you're like that wasn't long enough. I want more. It never felt long enough. Yeah. Like
2: I I I like the show and I I really really enjoyed most of it. Um, but I think my viewing experience is what holds it back. It kinda for me. I kind of jumped on when
3: it got kind of jumped the shark. When it got kind of worse.
2: Well, I jumped on because I wanted to watch the last season yeah, live. Last season was that's the what I did, and which is the same thing I do with uh, Breaking Bad. And you know what? Out, if you so. watch,
3: it's a shame because watching it live in the first few seasons was so much fun because it was you were part of the conversation and everyone was loving it. Then the last season, the conversation was so negative around it.
2: Yeah, which so it was always like an f- unfair comparison for me. Yeah. I'm like why? What's wrong with this? But I I didn't have. A ten-year investment in these characters, I had a nine-month investment, and like that's just not a fair. I, I I can't really include myself in the conversation as much because it's just not the same type of experience and stuff. So, um, Mina, why why uh, w- what about it? Is there anything in particular? Like, is it the story? Is it the setting? Like, what what stands I think out the it's most?
0: Everything. Like, I like those fantasy. And like I said, Lord of the Rings is Harry Potter. Like, though, I love those. Out of this world kind of fantasy stories. So, Game of Thrones just hits on those. The yeah. acting was really good, and like Mike said, like being a part of the conversation is is really fun. So, um, yeah, just watching every week and then jumping on the internet to see people's reactions. And, and the... I actually didn't mind the last season as much as some other people mm-hmm. did. Um, I'll agree, it, it was definitely rushed um comparatively to the pace that the previous seasons have been um you can tell the story was was rushed things happen a lot faster like before they used to show the character's journey of traveling to a place and then in this season it's just like they're automatically there right um so yeah but um overall I still think like um I don't think everyone has their own way of how a show is going to end. And just because the way you thought it was going to end isn't how they ended it. doesn't make the ending bad. Um, and I think that's a lot of people's opinions about it is like, well, mm-hmm. cool, that's not how I think it should have ended. Well, well, that's fine, but t- t- I'm t- t- sure t- t- a lot t- of shit. people wouldn't <laughs> yeah. have like your ending either. <laughs> yeah, so <exactly.
3: laughs> you yeah. have better ideas. Do you? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll try to explain quickly what makes the show amazing. Yeah. And it's because it does something that every show and every movie tries, but doesn't succeed, that this show succeeds in. And that's making when putting the characters in peril and actually making you like think that they might die. Because yeah. if you think of something like a Mission Impossible movies, they're constantly putting Ethan Hawke and Tom Hanks in these situations. But you, you watch it, and you're thrilling, and you're like, oh my god, how's he going out getting of it? They're getting out of it. But you know he's getting out of it. Yeah. You know, he's in the trailer, you've seen yeah. the trailer, he's in the poster, they've greenlit up the sequel no other <laughs> right. you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. no other but in Game of Thrones because of what they did after the first season you yeah. are literally watching I wish like, I didn't know that happened oh my god yeah. you literally don't know scene to scene moment to moment. to any character could die yeah. and it lost a lot of that in the last two seasons and became yeah. really predictable Yeah. but that feeling of like anyone it's the only like, the first like four seasons were a little bit that more that feeling of like no one's safe is, yeah. is the only show that's actually made me feel that way Yeah. you know it kills off big actors and big characters and and even though you, you know, other shows mimic that and other movies mimic that, like James they follow, Bond, James through. Yeah, they've, no other shows ever pulled that off.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's fair. I think that that brings a lot of like the intensity to it, which I knew th- there's certain things that happened in the show that I knew happened, but I didn't know when.
3: Like so, when like, you don't know the Red Wedding, like the Red Wedding episode. The Red like, Wedding,
2: I, I literally watched it when other people were watching it, or at least that part of it. And I was like, whoa, what's happening? This yeah. is crazy. Uh, but I didn't know when it was going to happen. And I honestly didn't know who was involved. I didn't know who died, who lived, who executed it. Like, I didn't know any of that stuff. So when it happened, I was still like, wow, this is crazy. And then they bring it all back around in the last The season, second but, they brought back yeah.
3: Jon Snow, it really cheapened the whole thing for me. And it, yeah. it got only worse from there. But... Worse because it was already such a high bar that worse is still amazing. So yeah. it still was a great show, and then then you get to the political intrigue of it and the, the all talky that bits, Super interesting. So well I like that thought stuff, out, and the yeah. world is so well thought out, and yeah, it was so. Yeah. Anyways,
2: um, so similar. Well, not similar, but um, from the same network. Lots of HBO on our lists, obviously. Um, my number one, which I I didn't know what to put as my number one, but I think that I just enjoy this so much, and I need to rewatch it again. And uh, it's Veep.
1: Okay. There is no world in which I'm going to be vice president mm-hmm. to that smug Dick Van Dyke-looking mm-hmm. motherfucker, Tom James. Mm-hmm. Please, Are- Catherine, stop with the whining. All right? You're going to shatter the bulletproof glass in here.
3: Actually, ma'am, I have a better idea.
1: No, you don't, Mike. History's proven that. And
0: every day you have to do the one thing O'Brien can't do.
1: Yeah, drive sober.
3: Yeah, take a shit without getting a hernia.
2: That's my number one
3: a show I have never even seen a single episode of. Yeah,
2: it is, um, the... If it wasn't for Fleabag in the last couple years, this would be the best written comedy ever. It is hilarious Unfortunately, a lot of the ridiculous stuff that happens in it is now around us for real, which is why <laughs> Does it make the last it less
3: funny or more funny. It makes it
2: less funny. Oh, it actually makes it less funny. The last couple <laughs> seasons, especially the last one, which I didn't love the way that they wrapped it up, but especially the last season, because they almost didn't do it. Um it came out two years after the previous one. Um, it's almost like like they don't they don't have to write anymore. Like they ha- they almost had to end it because if they would have kept writing, it would have been just them rehashing the news which is super depressing but it's it's so fun literally every single line by every character in this show is a joke is funny i could laugh at l- everything that they say in this show and that's why to me it's it's the best um i really really i feel
3: like i missed the boat like i feel like it's too late now there's there's but... nothing
2: there's nothing that you could you don't yeah. like Yes, there's a lot of ridiculous stuff that's happening around us now that makes some of the stuff less funny. But the scenarios, especially in the first half of the series, are so different that you can still... Like, it's her trying to be president. It's her trying to be vice president. It's her... You know, so it's a little bit different. And, um, and the char- just like with, uh, with Parks and Rec, every single one of these characters bounces off each other in such a fun way that that's... What, it's about the characters. It's not really about... The and, you know, anything, the amount of
3: Emmys she won. Everything. Like, I think it is a good show. This, to uh, this for the decade. Her, this yeah.
2: is what she was meant to play. Right. Like even more than Elaine, this is why she acts. Is because of this show. It is amazing. She is perfect, perfect, perfect for this show. Um, I I really, really wanted to put Mad Men on here, but it started way too early. Oh yeah,
3: I thought you were going to put that on. Yeah,
2: here. I, it would have been number one because it's my favorite show ever. But it started too early into the previous decade. It was two thousand eight, I wanna say. So I didn't want to take away and the second and third seasons, which are in the previous decade, are some of the best ones. So otherwise that would have been my number one. So um okay, so collectively, I don't know.
3: I don't know either. Maybe maybe I
2: mean I, I would be fine with Game of Thrones, honestly. Um, yeah. Yeah. We all
0: had Stranger Things. I know it was low on Dave's list. Yeah, it was. It was
2: high. It's on... true though. I would. Yeah. I would. I wouldn't have zero issue doing that. Um, or
0: um, I know it's not on Mike's list, but he definitely won't fight us on Sherlock.
3: That's true. Yeah, Sherlock. <laughs> I would too. say Stranger Things would. I mean, I would say Game of Thrones would better define the decade. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I think it deserves yeah. it. Honestly,
2: I, I I have zero problem with that. was it we on your list like, at we, all. Uh no. Oh. But, but I but I also didn't experience it the same right. way, so I honestly don't think it would be... It, and I think that's why. I think that's why. I think part of it, whether I talk to people while I watched the show or not, I, I, I really did rush through it. I watched the entire previous... Was there eight seasons or nine? In total. Yeah, I don't know. I watched I the, I don't even know. everything leading up to the final season, I watched in three months.
3: How about we do three like we did for a video game? Yeah, so I, think,
2: I think that... Stranger Things, Game of Thrones, and Sherlock. Sherlock. Perfect. Yeah, yep. Let's do that. No, that's awesome. Nice. And maybe no particular order it doesn't have to be or anything yeah. but um, unless we want to yeah.
0: throw a comedy in there cuz we all had parks and rec too oh
2: Ooh, that's now true. you're complicating things uh, sorry uh, no no i think that
3: i think you take off sherlock then unfortunately yeah i'm okay to
2: take off all sherlock right. then yeah yeah stranger things deserves to be in there okay, and cool. it kind of fits us a little mm-hmm. bit in, with the group and stuff too um all right there we go so we got game of thrones parks and rec and um and stranger things That works for me. Perfect. (laughs) That works for me. I think it's good. Um, All right. Wife Power, Mina, thank you very much for joining us uh, again. Anytime. And um, Mike, thanks again as well. No problem. Thank you. Where can everybody follow along and tell us that our lists are wrong?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so we're going to, I'm going to try to like post up a lot of these lists, see if we can get some conversation. Yes. We're going to try and get all that going. Yeah. Um, day back in on Instagram and social media and uh, the podcast is called Back in My Day find it on your podcast app of choice please uh, subscribe Uh, leave us a review a five star review or write something if you if you want to it really helps yeah
2: 100% tell your friends all that stuff Uh, guys thanks very much for joining me we will see you guys next time and thank you everyone for listening
0: If you see Andy, will you not tell him I'm here? Okay. Because of what happened, I don't want him to think...
1: Stop. Don't want to know. The less I know about other people's affairs, the happier I am. I'm not interested in caring about people. I once worked with a guy for three years and never learned his name. Best friend I ever had. We still never talk sometimes.